All right, today I just wanted to do a quick thing on uh, pushing your limits, challenging yourself. One of my favorite topics because I do like to challenge myself, uh, sometimes to the detriment of my health and or psychological well-being. But it's like, you know, you don't know your limits till you push your limits, you know? In uh, that book, I've been recommending to people that uh, can't hurt me by Chief David, David Goggins. One of the reasons is I do like his little take on when you think you've hit your limit, you've still got a whole lot left in the tank probably. Very few people have really pushed themselves to that limit. And I think of that like from being at the health club and somebody will say like, oh, I've, you know, they're maxed out. And I'm, part of me goes, nah, you're not, you know, you haven't puked yet. And you can stand up under your own power. You've probably got something left in the tank, you know? And I do like that, you know? Um, because you don't know how much you got till you push yourself. So, you know, when you decide to push yourself though, I think there's some caveats you need to take into to, 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 to heart. Number one is share your, if you're gonna challenge yourself, right? To push your limits. Share your challenges expeditiously. Don't share it with just anyone. Because some people, well-meaning in a weird way, um, will basically get you so depressed you give up on whatever it is you want to do, right? And, um, and I, like I say, they may be well-meaning. You know, I can use a couple of examples. One of the, an older one was, I remember I was talking about, I was at a, doing a training at the National Guild. And one of the people there, one of their goals was to start exercising. And so, you know, as we're doing our exercises, I said, well, pick one or two things. You know, people have been through my training. I said, and start building on it. Don't just, don't do 27 things in this five-day training. Kind of pick what you want. So they were building on it. And, you know, uh, uh, you know to start their exercise program. And I think it was like the third day. And then somebody in the class went, well, you know, you know, if you're not going to work out an hour and a half, it ain't even worth working out. And I'm up there going, really? This is interesting, right? And it wasn't me. I swear to God, it wasn't me. Somebody else looked and go, well, obviously, you haven't had an hour and a half in quite a while. Because they, they didn't look like... <laughs> someone that worked out very much right and and i mean we get that kind of thing just and then yes yesterday day before i was at the health club and working out and there's a guy i like and and uh we're talking so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna set a little challenge up for myself and i always like to do a three-prong challenge one physical one with business and one some other kind of very personal thing but i said you know on the physical side i'm gonna i want to add like you know 15 minutes of cardio three or four days a week, right? And he's like, no, no, dude, here's what you got to do, right? And he starts down that path. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I like the guy and he's well-meaning. And I said, well, first of all, son, you are literally young enough to be my son. You know, secondly, I don't think you've had, you know, three knee constructions on one side and a scope on the other. That, that there, there might be a top end, even though I'm doing the stem cells and stuff right now. It's like, you know, and, and so 
so I think if you share it with the wrong people, and this is where those of us that have been around this kind of stuff can share that, you know, people you think that would support you sometimes are the ones that will sabotage you. You know, of course, I relate everything back a lot to the addiction world. When someone's just getting into any, especially if they're an alcoholic or a drug addict, they think, oh, I'll, I'll do this and all my friends will come, come along. They'll sober up or leave the dope house. Oh, contraire, your ass will be drunk at the bar within a week. You know, so I clash with hypnotists across the board when they usually say, I have done sessions on people one session and they don't, they're fine. They never drink again. I said, well, that may be true if they were not a true alcoholic at the deeper levels, if they had that genetic predisposition that some people have. So, but anyway, so when you're going to challenge yourself, you know, you got to kind of, and first of all, make it realistic. And one of the things that comes from that book that uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, uh, retired Navy captain brought to my attention again, which was, and I'll screw up the title, clearer, closer, brighter, or whatever it is. I've got it behind me and I love it on my, um, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, clearer, yeah, you're kind of, yeah, clearer, closer, better, yeah. How successful people. Well, one of the things it, it, uh, that uh, the good doctor in the book points out is if you look at like marathon runners, and I loved when she brought that up, they set these targets in front of them. You know, a lot of the really elite marathon runners never want to lead from the beginning of the race. They have no targets. And after she said that, I went and looked up and yeah, they're talking about, no, 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 I said, you know, and so I'll, I'll trail this person and then catch up to them and then get to the, and then you got the next target and the next target, right? And if you ever get in the lead, then you have to pick things on the horizon, if you will, you know, as your targets, right? Um, and so I think that's very true when we're setting these goals is, is you need incremental steps to get there. You know, if you want to run a half marathon, I don't think most of us could just put on our gym shoes and go run 13 point, would it be, whatever it is, 13 point, whatever it is. I, two, point two, yes, yes. Math kept me out of medical school. So, um, so yeah, so, so, you know, you need like whatever those increments are, right? And again, if you share those with other people, you know, if, if they, if to them, that's not a big deal, um, you know, you're going to set yourself up for failure. So share your challenges with yourself carefully. And if you have a coach, a true good coach will probably know what your true limits could be, you know, and then push a little bit more. A good guy to, that I like talking to about that is a uh, uh, dear friend of mine, I would say that. And this is not just this stuff. I do, I've known him for damn near 20 years, which is Jeff Neal, ex-MMA fighter, pro boxer, was a world champ at, I forget what level in MMA. So he's a, he's a true badass, but now he's a great coach. And he always talks about when he starts coaching people, you know, knowing where they are and where they want to be and setting those incremental steps to get there, you know. So if they want to become an MMA fighter, that's three five-minute rounds. Well, first of all, you got to get them ready to do one five-minute round, which 
unless you've been in the ring that oh that's easy good luck with that shit i couldn't do two minutes when i was when i was playing with that stuff right it's like you know and then you get them into the once they can do five minutes one round then they can do the next round and and he would you know um um, um step them up the, the the to what they can do slowly right and so so again if you have a good coach that understands it and let's be honest, 80% of the coaches out there have no goddamn clue what they're doing. You know, they've, uh, they've taken a online class and this is hypocritical for me because I offer them, but they don't do any research. They're, they're reaching, but one of the things I always say to my coaches is don't go out of your expertise. You know, I won't, I won't really try to coach somebody on internet marketing because I'm not quite sure what the hell I'm doing 80% of the time. I'll send you, you know, I'll try to send you to somebody that does that. Uh, but again, so so what are your goals? What do you want? And then you could, if you have somebody you trust, you could set those incremental goals to get there. And then I'll, and it kind of ends with the, uh, also the idea is pick the right target if you're going to get a model. And if you're going to get a model that's an elite performer, um, I think the mistake I don't, I can make and other people can make is you judge your start by where they are right now, you know? And uh, again, Chief Goggins kind of mentions it. It wasn't in the book. It was in some talk he was doing that in, because he'd been in the Air Force and been in, I think, a, their, their version of spec ops, right? So he understood a little bit and he knew going into that hell week that not to judge where he was by these guys that have been Navy oper SEAL operators for years if not decades they're up here so he just needs you know and he he said that's why i knew you had to get through hell week then you had to get through your training and then you had to get to this and that right so so don't judge your start by their finish and i see people i see people do that all the time whether it's a physical goal or you know uh, i just working with somebody i was coaching they want to write a book and they kept thinking of um uh, someone that I know quite well, Billy knows, maybe the other people have met in passing, I'm not sure, um, uh, Kevin Hogan, right? And I'm like, that son of a bitch cranks out three books a year. You know, I mean, don't judge your, it's a science to him. It's a, he's got a whole shtick he does. I know what his shtick is, you know, and, you know, it, it, but it, once you've written a few books, you get into the routine, you can write a book, it's, it's a little bit different than if you've never written a book. So if you're gonna do anything, reach out to Kevin, I'm sure for a fee, he will tell you how he got started, you know, and how he does the next thing. And in fact, he offers courses in it. Um, so yeah, don't judge your beginning by someone else's, you know, and we see, and that's where I, 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 I babble on a little bit more. Uh, the, the thing where you see, um, especially when it comes to fitness, people pick a fitness goal. So they'll pick a bodybuilder or a fitness model or somebody we see, but that's their freaking lifestyle. You know, this is what they may be doing it for a living. So of course they're eating healthy all the time and exercising as much as they can. And if they're also coaching other people, they're exercising, you know, and so you're, you know, so you get your ass and your panties in a bunch and you go buy your, 
your workout clothes and you sign up for the gym and you're, you're start, you read their workout. Well, first of all, you probably can't, first of all, are they telling you their true workout, you know, and you try it and let's say you, you, you power through it. So you do this workout, but then after two weeks, you look in the mirror and you go, I don't look like that. And so you swipe the average health club member last two to six weeks, right? And, you know, in the smart health clubs, the ones that only charge 10 a month, Planet Fitness, you fit, then people forget to cancel it, right? And so, so yeah, so it's like, so, but you're judging, like, I've been doing this for two weeks. They've been doing this their whole life. Why don't I look like that? Right? And so then you get discouraged and you walk away. Right? And so, you know, pick the right target and then look at, you know, wonder where they were when they got started. You know, uh, my self-disclosure on that is a couple of years ago, I started taking classes in film acting. I've been a stage actor. I understand stage acting. I've been in a, over 100 plays, lots of Tennessee Williams, you know. Neil Simon, those are my two wheelhouse things. Very good at those. Farces, you know, British farce and all. I can do all that, right? Um, and even though intellectually, like I'd be in a play and there's somebody new, because this is mostly community or regional theater, you know, I tell people, don't, don't, don't judge yourself by those of us that have been doing this for years. You know, it takes until you get you know, and, and I could do that. But then I started taking these film classes, which is a whole different art in acting. And I started beating myself up, like, why can't I do what some of the people in this class are doing? Even though I've been, I start I'm talking to them, they've been taking classes for years, literally years, you know, especially film actors are notorious to constantly be in an acting class, right, to, to do that, right? So I found someone I liked that I respected, a guy named uh, Dr. Albert Bramante, who's a psychologist as well as an NLP person. But he's also a big time, th his agency just expanded outside of New York. They're in the Southeast now. And, and he said, well, first of all, what you need to do is learn how to stage act or learn how to, he goes, you can act probably because just look at my resume you know, being in all these plays, you know, especially Tennessee Williams and all that, and then flipping over to Neil Simon, right? He goes, but you probably don't know how to film act. And then he saw a couple of little things I did and he went, nope, you don't know how to film act. <laughs> you know, you, you, I could tell you're a stage actor doing film. And he wasn't mean about it. I'm like, I'm, you know, I put on my big boy panties and said, okay, I need you know, so he said, start taking this class, start taking this class, and uh, and don't judge myself by what these people are have been doing a long time, right? Um, it's going to take a while to get there. So anyway, so, you know, if you're going to, you know, and so push yourself a little, you know, you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone, but not so far out of your comfort zone, you end up blowing yourself up. You know, and I think the way we do that again is to wrap up is by setting unrealistic expectations, telling the wrong people about what we're trying to do, okay? and then judging where you're starting a new skill or, you know, 
thing to someone that's that's been doing it, right? And again, because uh, most most of us do not have the courage to be bad at something at the beginning. We want to be good at the beginning, you know. And I, you know, it's like. And now I'm trying these new Billy Banks work, workouts and I like, I look like a retarded duck, you know, between the bad leg and trying to move around, but it's fun. It makes it, you know, it works for me. So that's it for my thing on, you know, challenge yourself, but push yourself, really push yourself and see how far you can go. And today I, I set my goal for 20 minutes. I actually did 25, which was, Hey, that was pretty good. I, I you know, that was good enough for today. You know, uh, but yeah, so push yourself and see what it is and, and see where you're going. All right.